Okay, so if you're just joining us, listening to some of our old episodes, can we call them deep tracks? Yeah, deep I mean, tracks. Deep tracks. Originals. Oh, the originals. Geez. We just wanted you to know these original recordings were recorded in blanket forts <laughs> via the internet. Under duress. Under duress. In the middle of lockdown. Yeah, so the sound quality, we totally get it. It's not that great. It's not that great. We just want to let you guys know that uh, click forward a few episodes, take a listen. It does get a little better. A lot better. A lot of better. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And give us a shot because uh, we're having fun having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them are conversations we all need to be having. Welcome back to uh, Flyover Logic. Uh, we're coming to you, uh, I guess you'd call it semi-live, from our very luxurious home studios. Um, <laughs> I am in the driveway of my house in the in the car because my normal blanket studio in the garage is right now a dance studio for some of my daughters because we are doing this during lockdown. Tammy, where are you? Nice. Um, I am in a blanket fort under the stairs um, by the attic. Sweet. Yeah, it's a really cozy little space. We should post some pictures yes. um, on our Instagram page. Yeah. Oh, P.S. We have an Instagram page. Yes, we have Instagram. And follow us. We will put some links. And Facebook. And Facebook. And that's yeah. it. We're, we're getting there. We're getting our stuff put together. Eventually, we will be <laughs> a, a very fine-tuned, well-oiled machine. I mean, Maybe. maybe. <laughs> anyway, that's iffy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what all right. The heck, so, right? yes, the amazing. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So, what is making you scratch your head this um, week, Mike? <laughs> it was just this morning um, that I was reading an article in the Star Tribune. It was on page three, I think, like that. And it and it turns out that if anybody remembers him, Jesse Ventura is considering a what is considering a green party uh presidential run for 2020 oh my gosh yes yes. what the heck is right if you're listening and you're not from minnesota or you're not you know i don't know in the right age bracket (laughs) jesse ventura former pro wrestler also former uh minnesota governor one term Uh and i think if i remember correctly that was my first uh that was my first election uh, gubernatorial election when I had turned 18 when we voted we well I didn't vote for Jesse Ventura but we, yeah <laughs> in that in election, that election. Yeah. so I just saw that and I thought that that was the most hilarious thing what the heck I could I, if it drove me nuts to no end because if you remember him at all his part of his platform we were, I was in college and part of his platform was um, to cut the budget he wanted to reduce the budget yeah. yeah, and of course, a big chunk of that was going to come out of um, higher education, secondary education, 
And all my friends were all excited about, we're going to vote for Jesse Venturi. He's the coolest. And <laughs> I'm like, guys, you know that if he wins, it will cost you more money to go to school next year. Right. Yeah, I don't care. He's cool. So, so, so what cool. the heck? That, mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So how about you, Tammy? What, what the uh, heck? That's kind of this thing that we do is we vote for yeah. celebrities. Well, apparently, you know? that's apparently kind of Minnesota like, was cutting edge. Right? Way, way before Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice or what, uh, Apprentice Celeb, whatever. Well, and then, you know, Arnold, Arnold over in California. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, apparently it's, it's a, a thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, you're going to just have fun with mine because um, my what the heck this week is I joined TikTok. Uh-uh. And I, I am giving myself a face palm for this because, and, and truly, um, because TikTok is like this app that I have just been adamantly against. And like, I think it's dumb. I don't see any point in this. And um, all I've seen is bad bad. stuff about it. So yeah, like my kids shouldn't have it and whatever. And then I started seeing all these posts during this lockdown on Facebook, people sharing TikTok videos, and they were hilarious. And so I was like, fine, I'm just going to just see what it is. And I sat there and came up for air an hour later. um, TikTok actually gives you um, a little helpful reminder, kind of like how Netflix is asking you if you're still watching, right? TikTok gives you a video that says like, um, it's a good idea to oh, take wow. a break and put your screen down and go outside. How yeah. responsible of <laughs> so them. So I got that's, the reminder. That's, that's nice. <laughs> yep. So I fell into the hole, but um, I laughed a whole lot. And I realized, Mike, that there are some people out there that are making much better use of this quarantine time <laughs> than I am. Like, what? hey, no, wait there wait are a some. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. Okay. The podcast right, is a good use thing. of my time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. Um, but like they are doing all kinds of like prank challenges and like family dance challenges, like all this different stuff. And I'm like, wow, you guys are actually being really more productive than I am. So anyway, it was very entertaining. But yes, a face palm because I fell into the TikTok okay, hole. I, mm-hmm. So this is how out of the of, of everything I am. That which one is that again? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's like the dance what? one, right? You do dances and stuff, or what? Well, there's a lot of dancing, which I don't really understand, but they're like really short videos, like 30 seconds, maybe a little bit longer. Some of them are. Um, and you just, it's just like a, like, it's kind of like an Instagram screen, but there's no, there's no comments or commentary, you know, Great. in the, in the stream that you're scrolling like through. So it's just the funny videos. Yeah. And you, you pick like what you see by, you know, like, oh, I like this or, oh, I don't like this. So then it kind of shapes your feed wow. for you. Um, of course it does. Right. Um, but anyway, so there's no interaction necessary. Like I don't have to post anything. I can just laugh at everybody else's stuff. And it tells you every once in a while says, maybe you should go for a walk. And right. Maybe you should put your screen down. So I appreciated uh, that, Mm -hmm. but I definitely, it was a little ridiculous that my first time on it, I I enjoy the, uh, I don't know. I always get them wrong. Memes, memes, memes. That's what I call them. Memes. Yes. uh, Memes. (laughs) Of like what Netflix should be telling you. Like, I think you, you instead of, are you still watching? You know, maybe you should go take a shower and get dressed. Yes. (laughs) Put on different pants and then come back. And you can watch another one. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're fine. Uh Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. (laughs) So, First, I wanted to say, so we're digging into media consumption this week, and I just wanted you to oh maybe tell us 
what you mean when we say we're going to talk about media consumption. Um, like, what does that mean to you? <laughs> I like it. That's very good. Uh, what's, the, what's the topic uh-huh. for Tuesday? And I pick it. And then, then your first question is, yes, uh, that's a great topic. Why don't you tell us what you mean by that topic? <laughs> um, no, I just, I, I, I like, you know, I think I've mentioned before that I have always been, you know, I, I loved watching the news and, and reading the news. And, and so that's always been sort of like a hobby of mine. I find it very fascinating. Um, but I thought, especially in the context of what, you know, what's going on right now in the world, but also like in this podcast and just, if you and I could discuss a little bit, like what, what kind of news and information we consume and where do we go get it and sort of how do we process it? Um, I think yeah. um, on one hand, the world is full of people talking about this. It, it, it seems that way to me, like, oh, you have to make sure you're paying attention to what you're reading. And on the other hand, I feel like we don't talk about it enough. Um, right. And mm-hmm. so that's, I mean, that's kind of sort of what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. And maybe you can't really talk about it too much right and until you have like nobody throwing out fake crap anymore <laughs> sure right it's one of the i mean until, until we've reached right. everyone it's one of those things where like you right you can continue to talk about it forever and uh and the thing about that is is as time goes on there's always new people right so like you have to talk about i forget this sometimes like you have to sometimes you have to talk about things over and over and over again because uh not everybody got the memo and you get you know new people coming up and whatnot um so uh yeah so that's kind of what i was thinking and like if Mm -hmm. sometimes people call it a media diet i don't know if you've ever heard anybody talk about that like yep um like what you know so what kind of media so how so i will throw it back at you um what kind of like when we're talking and we're talking mostly news let's please tell me you're not getting your news from tiktok um But like, uh, if no, you're, if right you're trying to access information about, you know, the world and news and, and whatnot, like if you could just take me through maybe like a typical day or week, I don't know, maybe you're not that structured. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not a very structured news reader, um, unfortunately, but um, I wanted to just start because a lot of what I want to talk about as I talk about media consumption kind of traces back to this chart that I mentioned to you earlier, um, the media bias, media bias chart. Um, And that's a website, mediabiaschart.com. So you can see the chart and maybe I'll post a picture of it on our page too. But um, this is really, this was really something that jumped out at me. I started using this in my classes with students um, when they started. I'm going to butt in here, like your classes, what, what yeah. just remind people, what do you teach? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I teach sociology, um, at the community college. Okay. Um, and I just really try to stress this message of media literacy and like, let's make sure we're verifying sources. Right. Um, because the generation coming up, um, you know, right behind ours is having a harder time mm-hmm. with that. Um, and so we talk about that a lot anyway. So I use this chart there. Um, and so really when I started using that, it's been a few years now. Um, I, I personally then kind of took a look at that and took a hard look at what I was consuming for media and where I was getting my news. And I really try to focus on, they have, um, they have a couple different boxes. Like here's, here's a good rectangle, you know, anything that falls in this rectangle, they consider good, solid news, um, factual reporting, less bias kind of stuff. And that's really where I try to stay, um, 
unless I'm looking for junk news, you know, I do read the Huffington Post once in a while, but I, but I understand that that's not necessarily, you know, factual right? or, you know, something that I would cite in a paper anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So primarily um, when I'm reading for news or listening to news, um, I really enjoy the Atlantic um, and NPR. Okay. Uh, but then I also um, try to stick to PBS or the BBC. Um, I love the New York Times, except for, you know, why you got to charge me for um, more than <laughs> that many articles, <laughs> right? Like I have to pay That's for my paper. capitalism again. Um, there it comes. I oh, know, my right? Goodness. There it is. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, ProPublica and Politico, I've, I've liked those. Um, I also do like Vox. Um, and um, a source called News and Guts that Dan Rather kind of oh, yeah, that's got together. I, I, like, yeah, I think um, I vaguely have heard about that, but I don't. Yeah. And I know like that is much more um, in the commentary category. So that sure. um, is kind of like, here's our take on the news. Not um, So that's much more, you know, kind of opinion based. Um, many folks say Vox is that way too. I say Vox is maybe a blend in my mind. Like you can get some that's really like good in-depth factual reporting and then some that's very much opinion-based. But anyway, that's kind of where I try to stay. Okay. Again, junk news. I will go to Huffington Post. Junk news. Um, find junk news like, for me. Like, well, when you're I mean, like, like, you know what? Enough about the coronavirus. I need some good old fashioned <laughs> junk news. Yeah. Like what's going on with the Tiger King? You oh, know, sure, and like, right. What celebrity is getting married? Um, so then I will probably look at the Huffington Post or, you know, I mean, BuzzFeed News. If I really, wow, if really want like... to take a quiz to find out, you know, what kind of <laughs> candy that I am. Yeah. Um, I do. I do then go there for not my typical news diet. But um, but like when you were saying like kind of what your what your schedule looks like. Sure. Um, I do really wish that we were still in the time where we got a daily paper um, just because I feel like that would, you know, keep me a little bit more regular. Right. Um, so I don't consume all of these news sources every day. Yeah. Um, but if there's big news, I try to make sure that I look at more than one source because I want to make sure I'm getting kind of more of a fair take sure. and not just one writer's, you know, glance. So, like, um, so what is big, your big news comes out, you you read uh, Vox and then MSNBC and then the Daily Beast and yeah. like, just to get just make sure you get it all rounded out there. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, uh-uh. of course nope. not. No, that's hilarious. Yeah, no. Um, we'll talk about which news sources to avoid, oh, yeah. and um, we'll get we'll get to that later. Yeah. So, what does your? I feel like you're a much more regular. Like I can imagine you were just like, okay, seven a.m. It's time for the news. You know. Oh boy. Um, I'm that. I'm so that what? Easy what to does read. your consumption look like? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. sort of funny that you mentioned it because um, so I do get a daily newspaper. Um, about I was so yeah. Uh, Wait. Okay. On that, which which daily newspaper well, do you get? I, so I get the Star Tribune. Okay. Um, and I get it every day. I don't just get the Sunday one or whatever. And um, mm -hmm. it was a couple years ago. So, I mean, how do I put it? Yeah, anyway, a couple years ago, I, I, I decided to get, uh, I wanted a print media. I was trying to, speaking of diet, I was trying to go on a diet um, mm -hmm. where I wasn't reading um, online news all the time. Um, and so I, I decided to get a paper and I wanted a regular paper. I wanted it to be um, 
like deep, like a decent one. I don't want to say decent. That's not the right way to put it. I shouldn't do that. <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that it was going to cover, you know, um, uh, national stuff and world stuff, mm-hmm. but also like Minnesota stuff. Um, and so I looked at, I looked at the forum. I looked at um, the Pioneer Press. I looked at the Star Tribune and I asked around a little bit and I landed on the Star Tribune mostly because I, the Pioneer Press wasn't quite big enough for me what I was looking for mm-hmm. and um, yep. and then the Star Tribune has a had a pretty good representation for covering Minnesota really well so like Pioneer Press okay. and I don't know if this is true or not but this is what I found from polling other people family and friends and stuff that Pioneer Press was better for like metro Minnesota and then and then you had more outstate stuff so Okay. So I've been getting the Star Tribune um, every day for a couple years, and um, I still consume quite a bit of media online as well. But I do like so the paper comes at like six in the morning, um, and so I usually like a typical day will be I go for my run in the morning. That's the first thing I do, and then I come home and I make. I sound so ner- like total nerdy. Um, <laughs> I come home and I make a cup of coffee, and then I sit down and read my morning paper, um, and I I don't read. I mean I don't read everything in there, but I pretty much go through the whole thing um mm-hmm. and it's and it's nice um because i i like it it's tactile it's a little i don't know maybe a little old-fashioned so yeah but then throughout the day i mean i check in a couple times with um you know i kind of bounce around like you do like i'll i so i'll go on cnn.com or whatever um mm-hmm. mostly because they seem to be pretty good for like if there's any breaking news like if something's happening like right now um sure. and I just kind of peruse their headlines I don't actually read a lot of their stuff um but I yeah. kind of look at the headlines and then I'll roll through Politico and the hill I don't know if you ever read the hill at all um but that's more the put I think the hill is mostly like real political stuff like Washington political okay um yeah and then uh and then NPR I I have been a lifelong M M. PR, that's Minnesota yes, Public yep. Radio. Um, mm-hmm. And then by extension, of course, National Public Radio. Um, I listen mm-hmm. to that sort of in the background pretty much all day. Um, yeah. And so I probably only can I'm consume quite a, if you put in quotation marks that you can't see, but I probably only consume maybe 20% of whatever is, you know, which is kind of nice. It's in the background. And then if you hear something that's interesting, you can turn it up and listen for a while and, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's sort of like a typical day for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really do Twitter. I think we talked about that. So there's no, yeah. there's no twitting coming past. <laughs> twitting. twitting coming past me. <laughs> um, but also it has to be said Facebook. Right. But the funny, I was talking with my wife about it the other night. Um, in in thinking about talking about this like i do use facebook as it's not a news source because all of those people i just talked about i i follow them so like it's kind of like my twitter feed (laughs) yep um and so you know you'll see stuff posted on there a lot of uh you know and then i follow a lot of the shows like marketplace money or something like that and so right they have their posts and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i mean 
that's that's sort I would, of the, I would say mine is kind of the same as that like that that Facebook feed for me has turned into like a news feed I feel like I don't really see personal posts anymore mine is just kind of taken over by all of these different news sources I think that's why my wife and I have um we have different news feeds we joke about that yeah. all the time because she's like did you see this I'm like no uh did you see this no <laughs> yeah my <laughs> internet is different than your internet internet is different than your internet so mm-hmm. so that'd be that'd be uh the kind of the yeah, typical thing for me. Um, I should probably note, and it sounds like the same to you, we have not had um, TV um, for like seven years, I think, in our house. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. have TV? Like, do you have a cable? Nope. No. So I consume zero, like, TV news. Right. It- yeah, I will turn it on, um, like, the free channels that we have just built into our TV, like, during an election oh sure or something you yes. know just to watch that kind of um the results coming in or whatever um because i think that's fun even though it's not really i don't know but i'm a nerd like that um <laughs> the only but, time i see it, no yeah, yeah that's the same it's like uh, if we're gonna well, actually i didn't even do that it's only when we're we're traveling and we're at the airport oh or yeah you're at some place and like there's tvs everywhere and they have whatever yes. channel on and uh so we see it there um, yeah. not even on election no on election night I'm lying on my couch hitting refresh on my phone like a Ooh, crazy mm-hmm. person so yeah I really like watching it on election nights just because those data nerds like they really get into they it really and I do, love yeah. I love data and so just watching them get so excited about their maps um <laughs> it's just really entertaining if you for me. Come in, if we zoom in here into this yeah. there's a four block <laughs> radius now some of these people have not gotten home from work we have somebody on right. the street right now they're counting yeah. they haven't gotten there yet <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it gets pretty, so that gets really wonky. Um, yeah. yeah. Luckily, mm-hmm. the last, I shouldn't say that there was the, uh, the last two uh, elections, I did watch um, the presidential elections anyway. I did watch the live coverage because I happened to be in Mexico <laughs> and the hotel mm-hmm. had it. So I was uh, very interested in watching it. So, yes. but yeah, no, no, not so much for the TV. No, no, no. Um, what was I gonna? Oh, I had a follow up with your. Well, we already covered my second question was like apps and mediums and what channels you don't watch channels. Um, mm-hmm. question though is it would be curious though, have, have you noticed that they change over time or like did you used to read something and you do don't anymore or or um. Yeah, I think probably I used to jump into more of that 24-hour news cycle. Like, yeah, um, we would like, oh, okay, turn on CNN and, you know, find out what, and just, you could just stay glued to it all day because everything is, you know, a breaking story. Um, or it seems like everything is worthy of 24-hour news coverage. Um, but yeah, I think um, since getting away from having TV. Having TV, right. Yeah, that's, that's really changed. Um, I think also, I used to listen to NPR um, every time I was in the car. And now that there are podcasts or audiobooks or whatever, oh, I do sure. listen to that. I listen to that less than I used to. Um, and then also, I've noticed really in the past few months, um, we've, we used to always have NPR on when we were driving anywhere as a family. Okay. Um, and so my kids, my kids were like all up on, you know, right. whatever was Whatever's going on. Which is, yeah, which was great. Um, but now my teenager tends to um, 
control the radio. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so we we listen to some interesting pop music now. Um, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Interesting. This has gone. This has gone downhill. Uh huh. So. Well, you are um, you are the adult in the car. Well, yeah. So I mean, it was it was usually my husband like driving the kids to school or whatever because I was at work already. Um, and so like they had a system kind of worked out, and so now that's kind of just the, door. the new system yeah <laughs> like oh let's go back to listening to npr they're all like no so i think i've lost yeah mm-hmm. yeah we're pretty nerdy yeah. in our house because i mean like i listen to the talk radio npr talk radio all day and then in, mm-hmm. inside the home <laughs> my wife has the classical radio station on 24 hours a day um, i love that yeah so we do get they do get a like a little bit of um a little bit of news there every once in a while at the top of the hour, but yeah, yeah, that's cool that you make it. I mean, our kids listen to it a lot as well, and MP, they have a lot of great shows. That was my my introduction to, to Minnesota Public Radio. Like I used to die in the car. My mom listened to it all the time, um, and of course, yeah, I thought it was the most boring thing in the whole world. And then one time on a trip, we were in the car, and I must have been I don't must have been twelve or something like. That. Whenever it was, it was Jurassic Park had just come out, the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And All Things Considered had a show with scientists that came on, and they talked about the science of Jurassic Park and whether or not it would be possible and how would it work. And, and ever since then, awesome. I've been stuck to NPR because I was like, now, now this is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. I can learn about new things. And because you think you can make Jurassic Park. Well, right. I know the science guy <laughs> said that it's theoretically yeah. possible. Theoretically, it could happen. Theoretically. So, and, now, mm-hmm. and nobody's done it yet. So, anyway. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. So, um, how do you decide what you're going to avoid for news? Like, is there anything that you just know, I need to stay away from this? Where do you draw oh. those lines? Oh, um, that's a good question. I guess, um, I don't, um, I don't really have necessarily tools for like, I'm going to avoid this, uh, over that because I, you know, kind of what you're talking about when you, we've laid out some of these, um, well, we can talk about this, the idea of trusted news sites, because obviously not everybody trusts the news sites, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I do like to tend to, you know, like, when people send me, they'll text me uh, or, or like send me an article like, hey, did you see this? And I'll throw Vox under the window or under the bus a little bit. Like if it came from Vox or the Daily Beast or, you know, um, what was the other one um, that you that that went by the other day? Anyway, some of these like aggregator places that they're just clickbait factories. They're not really. Oh, yeah. There isn't like the a daily wire, right? The daily wire. Like it's not like there's no editorial board. There's nobody, you know, there's no gatekeepers at all. Um, the internet is great in some respects. Hey, look at us. We have a podcast. We can just put it yeah. up there. Every, anybody <laughs> yeah. can listen to it. <clears throat> but at the same time, um, there's just so much junk floating around. So I try mm-hmm. to just avoid stuff like that. And then, um, you know, I kind of have, I mean, I guess I, uh, one of the reasons that uh, I get the newspaper now and then also I consume most of this stuff um, except for the radio um, I like to read it so I don't do I stay away from most of the tv stuff partly because they're just filling airtime and yeah. I feel that like when somebody has to write something down it helps 
them clarify what they're trying to do and uh, trying to say. And then they also, I can go back and check like, oh, what did they say about that? Or mm -hmm. um, look up another source. Um, so I don't know. That's, if, I don't know if that helps at all. How about you? I mean, you'd have, you have like, do you have like a BS detector that you wave around? Yeah. Like at your, <laughs> like at your phone? It yeah beeps. right um I have yeah it's like a little a little device that I have like the Ghostbusters right um <laughs> interesting that the Ghostbusters was the first example that came to my mind anyway um yeah and I think um I mean I I again I love this little chart I think it's handy dandy um but I I also try to tell my students or people that are throwing out things like in my Facebook feed like hey can you find that anywhere else right so like if you see a headline that seems yes. super sensational, I, I just say, okay, so Google that, right? And then right. you have to skip through. You, you can't just look at the top results because oftentimes those are paid and yep. we pay to get the top results and people don't realize that. They figure like, oh, this must be the most popular one, right? Because it's on the top. That's not true. Right. Um, but then look for there. Um, if, I, if I Google that headline and I look for a trusted news source like you know, like PB, PBS or NPR or whatever, like one of those kind of sites that's known for being more neutral right. um, and fact-based. If, if they're not reporting that or if they're saying the opposite, if the only place that we're seeing this kind of a story is in these really sensational, far extreme, you know, kind of places, then you can throw it out, right? And right. more people just need to be throwing it out. <laughs> just throw no, it out uh, that's uh that's funny i have i writ i wrote down a couple of things i wrote other tips right so um and one of the things i wrote down was if it sounds wrong or outrageous it probably is yeah um not all the time i mean obviously oh. like there's lately a lot of, there's been some stuff yeah, right that's right there's a <laughs> exactly um so but like that's usually my default position. Like, so if someone's like, did you hear, you know, X, Y, Z? Um, yeah. I'll be like, wow, that sounds crazy. And so then, yeah, you'll start Googling it or Bing it if you're a binger. Or Bing, there's sure. Any, there's any bingers out <laughs> there. Any bingers left? <laughs> there's a few out there because, you know, you got to have choices. There's the market mm -hmm, again. Mm -hmm. See, the capitalism mm -hmm. came back into it. <laughs> um, and then I, I wrote down tips, my, uh, my tips. So if it sounds wrong uh, or outrageous, it probably is three clicks will do like you need to click through a few things like um like you just said if you google something don't just click on the first thing that's at the top um yeah. or like i'll do a google search and i'll hit the news you know you can hit the news tab and see and if like all of the top ones are like um you know whatever like uh what's the one from the from england there's always uh, the Daily Mail and like all you know, like if there yeah. are a whole bunch of if the if the top eight articles about that topic are all from basically like um trash like the Enquirer and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. And I just don't even I just stop. Like why no. I don't need to, you know, obviously like you said, if 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 big bigger guys are not reporting it, um then you don't, you know, you can you can skip that. And then a lot of times too, I will just bounce around just for fun of it, um, to see how the headlines you know, like, so you go to, if you see something, let's say you heard it on NPR and you're like, oh, that's super interesting. I'll go look it up on MSNBC and then I'll go to Fox News and just to compare like. Interesting. Yeah. And if you mm -hmm. actually read them, if you read those, even on the far left and right, if you read them, generally speaking, they have the same data, like the same uh, 
actual fact information, but then the way they phrase it and all the words surrounding it and sort of their perspective is different. I just find that, I, I find it more um, in, instructive than anything else, but. Yeah, So it's so interesting to me how like we can take the same fact, you know, and we can interpret that right, like, and spin it in a, in a way that suits our platform, right? Like, and I just, at, at some point, a fact should just be a fact, right? Like, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Right? <laughs> I mean, let's really, be idealistic here. It just doesn't seem like it, uh, it, it works that way, though. So, no. So you have no. to do, and it's a lot of work. You know what? This I understand why people don't do it. This is all, that's a lot of work. What we just said was like, it is. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. But you also, you know, we don't, I don't do that all the time for every single no. piece of information. Um, but it's no. also not hard, you know it's 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 a lot of work but it's not hard i guess i should say it's not mm -hmm. complicated um no but it's pretty it's pretty easy to do it takes you a couple extra minutes um but i think especially before sharing news with oh, people yeah. like so many of our headaches could be solved by like oh let's check before we share right absolutely um, that'd be fabulous because there are hundreds of thousands of people um that will never or or you know don't know to check or or don't think to check or or won't take the time to check whatever um because like you said it is time consuming but people don't know that you should right, right? right not everybody not everybody thinks that way and so like if you're just they're just going through the news feed thinking everything is factual right like we have to take some responsibility and check it before i'm always it. astounded at how many people repost something and didn't actually read it Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I yeah. probably I should pro now I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to go back and and count. I've maybe like posted yeah. <laughs> like four news related you know like isn't this interesting things in, like in the last twelve months on Facebook. Um, and I mm -hmm. I of course I've read it and also like I usually am pretty careful about like it's more like here here's an interesting thing not like oh did you see what Pelosi did today you know um, right or or whatever it is so. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I, I, the, 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 the fact that we can interact with our media is, again, it's really awesome and, and really horrible at the same time. That's actually one of my rules. Yes. Uh, I don't read comments. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, so if you're on a Facebook, if there's like a news article or a Facebook thread, I shouldn't say I never read mm -hmm. comments. I very rarely read them. Um, sometimes I'll open them up. You know how they, I don't know, you click on like more comments. And I'll just sort of yeah. scan and see what the vibe is. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes there, you know, yep. there's some helpful things in there. Most of the time people are either like, just like, yay, or they're just pissed off. And they're ranting. Right. Uh, are you a comment reader? I I think I do the same kind of a thing. I just like to see, I get a feel for how people are reacting. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think it's interesting to follow. Like if you, if you click on, like you said, the, you know, the facts and the headlines might be the same from one news source to the next. But if you click on the comments, you can really see the difference in the audience. Right. And so I do that. I do that sometimes just to get a feel for, OK, so how is this audience reacting and how is this audience reacting to something that's such a similar news piece, right. um, but just different camps? Really? It makes my, so I think that part is interesting. It makes my experience uh, a lot, I think, happier. I have um, I have some friends and uh, and some siblings that uh, I think get weighed down quite a bit by like the negativity of the internet if you will um which is oh, funny yeah. that, but that's because they're reading comments oh, like i'm yeah. like oh well i yeah. saw that I was like, <laughs> oh but did you no i didn't read that i didn't read 
stay away from the trolls. Exactly. (laughs) Stay away from that. Now, speaking of which, when you get to our Facebook page, please comment and and tell us what you thought about the show. (laughs) Yeah. Let's keep it constructive and positive if at all possible. Message us privately uh if you have something negative to say. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Um, so I guess, and I, and I do also want to add, and I think you do some of that too, like you said, but I, I do try to read other sources that, um, you know, would normally kind of make me cringe Sure. sometimes just to try to understand other perspectives. Um, I think last week or on one of our previous episodes, we mentioned, uh, that somebody had shared something from the daily wire and I just, I went to this post to try to understand where these people were coming from. And I think sometimes that's helpful sometimes it's just more infuriating um (laughs) but but i do try to do that i I know even without reading the comments i think like oh my gosh somebody needs to fact check you before you post this on the internet um but anyway even without comments sometimes it's it's painful but i think it is good sometimes to just like immerse myself in somebody else's world to try to get a feel for where they're coming from and understand you know the the messages that they are consuming um, to try to understand, you know, how their perspective is being shaped. So I, I try to do that. Sometimes I can only handle so much, but no, no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. right. You can, you can only handle so much. Um, (laughs) And sometimes like depending on the tone and, and the structure, like podcasts, other podcasts can be a very good way to do that too. And that's, I mean, I mean, basically this is an opinion thing. So we talked about, about opinion pieces before that they're very they are helpful sometimes to like be able to put things into context um right and context mm-hmm. is king and uh i'll just make mm-hmm. one i'll make one small plug for one that i loved and i don't remember if i asked you if you'd watch or read or watched read what it read listen <laughs> to um uh-huh was uh it, the wilderness did you did i did we talk about this yes. podcast? did you listen yeah. to it Mm-hmm, I did yeah mm-hmm. no and that was for me like uh this was a and so if you haven't looked at or, or listened to it I can't even say it again look up mm-hmm. it's called the wilderness John Favreau um he's not the John Favreau happy Hogan from the Iron Man movies different John Favreau he worked for yeah. Obama correct I think right mm-hmm. um yep. anyway after the 2016 election he did a podcast called the wilderness and where he, he really just dug in very constructively examining sort of like what the heck happened to the how did that how did how did we lose what happened to the democratic party um Mm -hmm. and for me especially not coming from that background uh he did a like a pretty good job summing up also the history like not just the recent history but right um and then really constructively kind of picking apart his own beliefs and his own party and sort of trying to figure out what do we do now um yeah and that was really i mean i thought he did a great job of that absolutely it was great so but the yeah. funny part is they now have a podcast uh that they pod save america um same group of guys that they started after they were done with their reflection part and now it's all like gung-ho um let's go democrats i can't listen to it it's it's too partisan. Why, why do you think that? It, uh, because, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because they just no longer critical, right? It was they kind of shifted from critical, and I'm not. It's not. Um, I'm not taking them down for that. It's just it's harder for me to listen to. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's my little listen to the other side plug. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually that was a really interesting 
podcast. Yeah, I haven't listened to their new podcast, but I found just that history piece. And I feel like um, at the time I asked you if there was anything out there kind of digging into any of these other camps, like the libertarian camp or the Republican camp. And I really haven't found anything because I, I just think that 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 honest critique and that history was so interesting yeah. that I wanted to see that from more perspectives. And I really haven't found anything like that. Well, well maybe that's a, that's another, we're going to another thread. We're going to go down that one. Yeah. Uh, the closest <laughs> thing I can think yeah. of is the uh, slow burn podcast. Did you listen to that one? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, they did, uh, uh, what was the first one that they did? Was it Nixon or was it, I think it was, they went through the first yes, one. The first one was Nixon, Clinton, I think, or Clinton. Oh, yes, okay. the Clinton, and then, Clinton, and then they did yeah. Nixon, and so like it was kind of they did back and yep. forth both sides of like here, here's yep. a disturbing, horrible story, um, yeah, that you should all know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, hopefully uh, someone's yeah. going to rise mm-hmm. up and fill that void for us. There you go. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a general call yeah. out there. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so question for you um, about this media consumption in a time like we're going through right now. Um, and obviously, we've never maybe been in a similar kind of a time in our lifetime. But how do you balance how much news you're consuming? Like, how do you find a healthy, a healthy level um, of consumption? Because I am struggling with that right now. Like, I want to know all the things, yeah. um, but also yeah. like need to not be knowing all of the things all the time so what do you what does that look like for you oh that's a good question um you know it just like everything in life right well hopefully everything in life we go through seasons um Mm -hmm. you know there's seasons where you work more there's seasons when you well hopefully there's seasons when you're not working as much but uh you know you have kids you don't have kids and and things kind of ebb and flow um and i find what i (laughs) One of the things that's really interesting to me, especially because I follow this stuff all the time, is I also, when I go on vacation, if I, like, if you go for vacation for a weekend or a, a week, I check mm-hmm. out. I don't, okay. I do not read anything. I don't get, the, I don't read the papers. I don't look at the, the feeds. I don't do anything. It's just, I just totally check out. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And do you itch that? I for don't, it? like, you know. I really don't. It, nice. I know it, it's kind of, um, I think maybe a little bit at the beginning and then it's like, no, I don't itch for it. And then every single time, no matter how long it is, whether it's like four days or a week or longer, when I finally get back into it, like, so I get in the truck to go to work or whatever it is, or um, I turn the radio on and almost without fail, they are still talking about the same stuff. Yeah. Oh, funny. I mean, like it feels, yes, you miss I mean, nothing. Yeah, it is. I mean, everything is moving so fast and there's all this information, mm-hmm. but it's also moving incredibly slow. Um, and mm-hmm. so that just helps me, I don't know, like not freak out, I guess a little bit, like you're not going to, if you take a few days off, you're not going to miss anything like, right. Um, mm-hmm. So that, I guess that's when I'm on vacation, I don't do anything. And every once in a while, um, probably I would say on average, three times a year. I purge my phone of apps. Okay. Like I'll go on my phone and I'll just dump I'll di- pretty much every news app or whatever it is. I'll just delete it. And then just for a, for yeah, a time. I do, and I have no set time. I just like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this too much. It's like, get rid of them all. Okay. And then they yeah. stop sending me notifications and whatever it is. And, 
and yep. maybe a couple weeks or three months or however long it takes, they eventually find their way back. <laughs> I don't know how they got <laughs> back on there, but uh, right. yeah, no. they just sort of repopulate again. Um, so yeah, every <laughs> once in a while, I just purge everything off my phone and then that help. I guess that's the way I balance. How about you? What do you do? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I don't do anything. By that, I mean, I'm struggling to find a balance, really. Like, um, I feel like when we're not going through a world crisis, I was doing a good job of sure. that. Like, I, I don't obsess about the news. I want to be informed. Um, but, you know, I can I can read it either in the morning or in the evening, you know, um, and just kind of get caught up. Um, I need to stay current, you know, just because I tie that into my, my classes that I'm teaching, whatever. Um, but I don't obsess about it or I sure. don't have a problem, you know, not looking at it. But now I feel like um, when, once this kind of started, I've, it's just been like a constant and I feel like obviously there's much more crap being thrown right. out at you, right. To, um, end news. Um, but so now it's been a much harder balance because first I'm in a different situation, you know, we're in quarantine or whatever. So we're yeah, home a whole lot true. more with access to these devices more. Um, and so the news is kind of more at the ready for me, I feel like, um, but also it feels like you do miss things like, oh, I didn't see that they announced sure, this, yeah. you know, like, I, I feel like there's also some of that need to be more most, connected. Most of the time, um, Congress which... isn't doing anything. So like, <laughs> yeah. you miss a week, it's not a big deal. Oh, <laughs> well, we're still arguing about that package. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now things are sure. actually moving at a regular pace and, you're, and no, um, super speed. But anyway, yeah. So I think just this has been a conversation in our house quite a bit in the past probably week or two is really what, what can we do to balance that better? Um, because part of my problem is that I'm a verbal yeah. processor. Well, that's what we're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think we're doing? This is part of what we're doing yeah. here. Right that's right. what we're doing. Um, but that's, but that's been problematic for me because I'm consuming all of this stuff. And then my husband is definitely not a verbal processor. Um, and so like, it's just staying in me, right? Like I'm, I'm not like spitting it out as much as I'm consuming it. Nope. If that no. makes sense as a horrible metaphor, but um, yeah. So it's kind of like, Oh, this is now starting to get heavy and I need to be consuming less. Right. Um so yeah, just trying to strike a happier balance there, there. I think in more in a little bit more of your trash media that you need. You need some of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, I. It, um, I did binge the Tiger King, yeah, so there can't really really be any more trash than yeah. that. Yeah. No, I well, I think yesterday or today in the in the trib, one of the articles in the buried in the paper was an article about a six district um, federal court, you know, ruling on some education thing in in New York or whatever, and and. And I read it mm -hmm. and I was like, why is this so interesting? Because it really wasn't <laughs> to me personally. <laughs> and I, until I finally figured out it was an entire article that had nothing to do with COVID. I know. I was oh, like, nice. oh, uh -huh. sweet. Things are still happening. Oh, other right, things are exactly. happening. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't really see much, much else no, right now. No, not really. So when something breaks through it's definitely worth like oh let's read every every single word mm -hmm. yep um yeah okay so um one of the things that you mentioned in talking about media was pet peeves around oh, media sure. and media consumption so what are some pet peeves that you have about oh that? Uh, oh i mean oh, 
so many pet peeves. <laughs> um, I think most of my pet peeves are, I mean, clickbait, right? Everybody hates clickbait. Um, so, and that kind of yeah. ties in. I've complained about it multiple times now with headlines and, and things. Um, I hate it when the headlines are, I know that we live in a world where the media is supposed to be sensational and all that stuff, but um, it just bugs yeah. the crap out of me when, when your when your headline does not really connect with the story that you're presenting. And so, what, what was it the last time? I, it was the um, the people oh, on right, the beach. People at the beach. So I, I'll try to find it. So I'll put some of the, I'll put those on our Facebook page. Um, they had they yeah. had it once before on CNN. There was like uh, in Florida you know, people swarm the beach and I took a couple screenshots of the video that the guy is talking in front of the beach and there's like 12 people behind him and they're way apart from each other. Maybe there were crowds somewhere else, but like, if you're going to put that out there, make sure you have a picture of crowds. Yeah. Uh, and the same yeah. thing happened like two <laughs> days ago in California, they had the CNN guy out there and they're like, you know, over the weekend it was hot and Californians swarm the beach and there's two guys playing Frisbee. Now, you probably shouldn't play Frisbee because you're not supposed to hand stuff back and forth, but still. And then at the mm-hmm, end of his yeah. uh, at the end of his uh, little blurb there, he's like, and, and as far as we can tell, everybody is following social distance guidelines by the state. And I'm like, well, that's like a non-story then. Yeah, then your headline was headline bogus. was bogus. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on it and, I, and you got mm-hmm. paid and I just wasted 30 <laughs> seconds of my time no so i think that's most and yeah. it totally accomplished what they False said advertising I that's kind of mm-hmm. or or circular like circular reasoning circular articles where or they where they make kind of make one claim in the first paragraph and then they kind of walk it back by the end because really what they are is they're counting on the fact that nobody's going to read it to the bottom um this doesn't happen in, in your green box and yellow so, you know maybe in your yellow but on the ones, yeah. you know media that's maybe slanted one way or the other with their uh with their bias yeah. a little bit more on their sleeve you know where they they yep. sensationalize it up front and then they backpedal in the bottom because they know they need to cover their butt uh and they're just counting on the fact mm-hmm. that you're not gonna read it so i don't know how about you do you have yeah. pet peeves what's your pet peeves yeah um I think my biggest pet peeve is just the resharing. Like, so people yeah. are posting things that are not factual and we kind of, we've kind of talked about that, but I think that's probably my biggest pet peeve. And because I'm really trying real hard to filter myself in terms of not commenting on those things. Don't read the comments. <laughs> no, but, but not engaging, right? Like, so I want to, I want to just say like, okay, check your sources, yes. you know, like to all of these friends who are posting this kind of stuff. Um, but I'm like, nope, don't engage, don't engage, don't engage. Cause right. it's not worth it. Right. Um, you're not going to change their mind if they believe that. Um, but I just feel like you, you gotta, you gotta check, check before you share this. Um, because you know, other people, um, are definitely more vulnerable to believing what they yep. see instead of checking and somebody's going to buy your story, and you know, it, and then away you go. Yeah. And then they're going to repost it. And then that's why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so one of the questions that um, is really just kind of sticking out to me, um, we talked a little bit about this article just in offline conversation oh, where sure. um, Christianity Today put out, put out that blog about Christians spreading conspiracies related to the coronavirus. And, um, and we can talk about that too, but um, 
My question is really, why is it that Christians seem to be more likely to fall for conspiracies? Like, um, yeah. yeah. And then like Christians fall for them more often, but also like then share it very emphatically. Like they just jump right on the bandwagon and then they have to very passionately share it. So why do you think that is, or what is it about (laughs) some Christians, not all Christians, right? Not all Christians, but what is it that makes them more likely to fall for that? Things um, that should probably be squared off or at least reset or reset. Um, We, we, I'm putting, I'm throwing you in the same boat. We, we would both consider we are both Christians, right? Um, we would yeah. probably yeah. even call ourselves evangelicals just because we don't go to mainline churches, right? Would that be, am I, am I? Yeah, I that, know word, is, that word, word is right? so. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, we go to, yeah. We're, we're, so, yeah. so this, and so I've been thinking about this a lot. So just in case anybody's wondering, we're criticizing our own people. Um, yeah, we're not just going to burn anybody yeah. at the stake. Yeah. Um, it's more fun if you know them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that so that's our perspective. So this actually also it bugs us a lot, I think, because because of that. I mean, it's more yes. otherwise it's just like whatever. There's just crazy Christian people. They believe all kinds of conspiracies. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Guy right. From yeah. The dead. Yep. Are you kidding me? Um. So anyway, yes. your, the question was like, why do I think that? Um. Yeah. So I saw that article. I actually didn't really like the article. I read it. I was like, that was a clickbait article. <laughs> Because yeah. I was all excited because it was, you know, conspiracy theories in the time of coronavirus and how Christians and I'm like, and it didn't really tell me why. I wanted to know why. Why do we do that? I. Yes, it yeah, said it was, it was more, more about like, don't, don't do, do it. Exactly. And here's why you shouldn't um, do it. Which were good. Yeah, good but, points, not, but why. not the why. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple things yeah. about that. One right. is um, I think it's maybe possible that we, and I'm putting throwing you in the same basket again. We also maybe see, we see these things and it bugs us more. So it seems like a bigger problem than it, it maybe is in the, in the community at large um, because we're sensitive to it, right? Oh, like, because like these are, this would be our group of people. Maybe okay. if you're, maybe if you're, you know, you weren't a Christian or you have a different faith, maybe your maybe your internet looks different than mine and you don't see, you know, this being regurgitated. And for right. all I know, you have your own conspiracy theories you're throwing around. I just don't get a lot of Buddha stuff in my yeah. feed because maybe I should go look for <laughs> it's some not in my feed. Follow, yeah. But um, so that was just one thought I had. And then um, I think, I don't know, oh, man, I don't know. I mean, one, I was talking with another friend of mine um, and one of the things which is a general humanity thing is that we do not like disorder, Right. Um, and so if there are things that we don't mm-hmm. understand or they don't jive with uh, like you know, what, what we already believe, we want to order them some way, even in the most ridiculous ways. So like, if I can, you know, if I can show you a story that like these things are happening and I am uncomfortable and fearful about what's going on in the world, if I can ascribe that to, you know, what you know the Chinese trying to take over Google or something that makes me feel more comfortable even if it's a crazy theory I feel better because I've now ascribed reason to it does that make any sense and so I mean I don't know that's not yeah, probably yeah. It's not Christians Christians aren't the only ones who do that but 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's some sort of, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you think that it has anything to do, and this is maybe going to get me in trouble, but, um, do you, (laughs) do you think that it has anything to do with the source of news that a chunk of more conservative Christians might be following? Like, just, just throwing that out there, and, and I know that that's yeah, very now you, um, you, you, you touch, you, slanted you, you of me to say. Conservative and Christian together. Before it was white Christians, and now I know. Oh, two <laughs> um, words. Yeah. I. Yeah, we're gonna have to dig yeah, into that I word mean, conservative there, eventually. That's yeah, true. I mean, I think um, there's been all kinds of studies. I don't have one in front of me um, about you know, media consumption and, and, and generally I'll use the evangelical word again. Um, uh, groups follow more conservative type news outlets. Um, and you know, if you're, if you're, everybody, everybody needs a narrative to make sense of their life. And so if your narrative is already, you know, that you are persecuted, um, that you are, um, laughed at or shunned or whatnot you you will i think be more interested in trying to find uh ways to make sense of that i guess i don't know yeah uh Mm. we need to get some smarter people Mm -hmm. on this that's what i think what is the deal yeah (laughs) what what is the deal I think it's really interesting. And I would, and I would love to see, like, I know Pew Research Center. um, I love Pew Research Center, by the by. Um, And I know that they've done some, um, some interesting studies or um, surveys about consumption of media and, um, you know, do you trust the media or, um, and then, you know, based on your political affiliation, based on your religious affiliation, that kind of thing. Um, and I think it is really interesting to see where those lines kind of fall. Like, you know, there is less trust of media coming from more of the folks, you know, further on the right side, um, which, you know, tend to be where some of those more religious people fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not all, right? Um, but it's just some of, that, some of that data analysis, I think, is just really interesting um, and kind of, anyway, that, that I think is getting me, and, and, and I know right now, like, I've had to... <laughs> unfollow um some sure some folks just because like i this is frustrating to me and i don't want to engage because that's not positive um but but right now i can't i can't handle this in a crisis like i can't handle you telling me that you know bill gates is just wanting to mark us with these microchips that's the mark of the beast right i can't um so so it's really just i think i've seen so much more of this recently um, filling up my newsfeed and it's just that's that's got me really scratching yeah. my head like why do we fall for this we're gonna have to more, probably have um, a whole nother like, show yeah. uh, on because I've actually been thinking about this a lot specifically is your if you're a Christian your how you interpret or what you believe about the book of Revelation and end times really affects how you interact with yes. the world Ooh. and like how you consume this media because I have a, I have a, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, oh, so I'm, true. I'm not writing a book on it, but I kind of mentally I've been chewing on this kind of hypotheses that, you know, one of the drivers is if you are someone who 
uh, ascribes to, you know, that, the, that during the end times before Jesus comes back, uh, there's going to be, you know, the tribulation and there's going to be these wars and, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, whatever. People have been talking about this for a long time. Um, yep. These types of things. Yep. Bill Gates trying to uh, mark us with the beast, like it's a validation of your, but I mean, it's a validation of your faith. <laughs> and so like, right. You believe this yeah, thing and right. you're looking at the world expecting to see these things. And so when you see them, uh, then that, then that validates your faith and, faith. and I'm sure that's incredibly oddly, I think not oddly, but sort of weirdly comforting, you know, like the end times are coming. That's comforting mm-hmm. to me because now yeah. I, I'm, you know, validating my faith. So we're going to, we're going to probably have to talk more about that. Um, and, you know, cause boy, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole, we're going to have to get some people. We're going to go get some <laughs> smart people and that's bring the them whole in here. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, no, mm-hmm. since I brought yeah. up the rider on the pale horse, yeah. um, whose name is death. Is it death? Is that what it is? I think so. <laughs> No, it's not. His name is Righteousness, <laughs> and on his robe it's dipped in blood. It's there's it's pretty. It's uh, quite it's a difference. Mm-hmm. Since I brought that up, let's end on something happier. How about something yes. that was nice? Yes. Oh, is there anything nice going on? Something nice? nice. What do you got, nice Tammy? What's nice. Um. Yes. Okay. So I think we have talked about no! um, John Krasinski okay, before with his Some Good News show. No, you stole oh, it from me. Oh, did you steal it? Did you did you have that? No, here? this is great. Oh, I want to hear what I'm you so what did you break down? Um, okay. <laughs> well, so he just posted that oh, he's doing a sure. grad, a virtual grad party. Like he did virtual prom. Um, he brought Hamilton together. Um, and now he's doing virtual grad. And I just Amazing. like I just love him. I think this this is just happy and all of these, you know, seniors morning all the stuff that's not happening for them stuff like that is just so well, cool i just he's a great guy yep nice. so that's my happy that's exactly what i had written. well it's not exactly i wrote i wrote sgn <laughs> so in case you haven't heard it yet you're living in under a rock um john krasinski um, yeah uh-huh. i don't Go watch, watch that show. what's he playing this jim aka Jim, jack ryan plays, right exactly but he also is jack um, ryan yeah show he's been putting mm-hmm. on during his lockdown corona called some good news and it is fantastic and he there are very few people who wear like self what's self humility that's a uh, uh the he just he just seems like a totally genuine wonderful person yes, and, uh, good guy. no mm-hmm. um so yes watching yeah. his show recently and watching stanley tucci on his show making drinks was just the yeah. nicest thing <laughs> um yeah. it was great and then they had uh jose andreas and world central kitchen on the show and and if you haven't you got to look him up too yeah um, it's just great so there's so many good yep. things that are happening yeah um, where people are coming together and uh, doing stuff because they care about their neighbors and that's amazing and that's yeah yeah and that's nice yeah that's so it's nice been really good. that is so All nice right. just nice mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well there you have it another episode of flyover logic join us next time as we dive into the grand reopening of life the everything. universe and everything yeah we did 
We went there. Tell them this mm-hmm. is Mike and Tammy <laughs> saying, if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you found time to listen.